Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy Football Sackos. This is Jason, and Alex is with us as always. Alex, we are here. This is the make or break week. We have 13 glorious weeks of fantasy football, you know, done, over. And now we are down to the final week of the regular season. Or what should be the final week of your fantasy football regular season. RIP to everybody that has playoffs starting this week, which is actually me in a couple leagues. Yuck. Yeah, I know. Jonathan Taylor's on a bye for me in one weekend. <laughs> I'm in the playoffs. Hey, welcome to the, welcome to the playoffs. You're eliminated. <laughs> See you what later. A joke. Uh, oh my God. Are, are you going to ask me how my week was? How was your week? Uh, it was fine. Uh, lost a teaser on Jared Goff throwing a touchdown against the Vikings. Uh, missed a plus six hundred dollar special <laughs> you, you because Mike because Mike Evans uh, only had ninety nine yards instead of a hundred. So I lost <laughs> I lost fifty dollars on that instead of winning three hundred and fifty. Literally a, a yard, one one yard. <laughs> Uh, in one league this week, I lost because uh, I psycho. needed Tyler Bass to, I mean, rough, rough game, bad winning conditions. I, I can't really complain, but, uh, yeah, oh, I needed man. him to score 13 tonight. He, he didn't. Uh, so instead of being in second place, which I would have had, I won, I'm in eighth and not in the playoffs in our league, Damian Harris ripped my soul out in the first quarter. By busting off a 65-yard touchdown run and then broke his hamstring. So I lost by six in that league. And in six and seven and not... Well, I am in the playoffs. Seven seed. Uh, Thank goodness we made that change. There's a week left. Yep. Thank you. Work league. uh, I'm in... I have the second most points and I'm uh, five and eight at this point. So yeah, things are going great. But hey... Still have a playoff chance in, in every league. Uh, looking to still go five for five in my league. So super excited about that. And honestly, wanna, these waivers. Do you want to ask how do you want to ask how my fantasy week went? No, because I'm sick of <laughs> listening to you and you're just giddiness. It's just effing annoying. Well, when Nobody you start to listen, when, I, you, when it, you start <sighs> 0 and 4 and you have your podcast mate tell you that you have a trash team and you're not going to make the playoffs. And then you follow that up by going, I don't know what eight and one now on my way to nine and one and on my way to the one seed leading the league in points. I mean, just something I feel like I need to remind you about as you struggle down in eighth place, losing to the seventh place. Excuse me. I'm in seventh losing to the highest scoring team in back-to-back weeks and being the second yeah. highest scoring team you're welcome that was me last week by the way if you forgot just wanted to make sure mm. Mm. you're getting older yeah, want to check your memory see this is really annoying because it's almost like it's week 13 waivers again with what we're going to talk about and i feel like we're going to go to the intro the exact same way as we did last week and i'm just going to call you an asshole Welcome to the Fantasy Football Sackos Podcast with your hosts, Jason Shellcross and Alex Krobe. 
Let's go! Fantasy football sackos. A little uh, too spunky for you there, Alex. Come on now. You got to get into it. Let's go. It's fantasy football playoffs time. A little extra. Here we go. I had a little surprise for you as we get started this week because we always have to go an hour because we always go an hour. I'm just going to read off the first, I don't know, 30 picks of our fantasy draft for the league we had just to just to just be see how far we've come at this point and see what we've learned, if anything, just just real briefly. All right. Delvin Cook. Rep. Christian McCaffrey. Rep. Adams. Rep. Henry. Rep. Oh, Kamar. (laughs) Yeah. Kamara. Eckler. Ah, good. Barkley. Barkley. Rip. Uh, Tyreek Hill. Okay. Najee Harris. Okay. Zeke. Aaron yeah. Jones. Yeah. Jonathan Taylor. Oh, baby. Yeah, 12. Uh, Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Gip- Gibson. Ooh, rip. Chubb. Rip. Mix- Mixon. Oh, baby. Mahomes. No. Montgomery, Hopkins, James Robinson, Stefan Diggs, Clyde Edwards Alaire, Metcalf, Ridley, Allen, Waller, Robert Woods, Josh Jacobs, McLaurin, Kittle, CeeDee Lamb, Swift, Cooper, Justin Jefferson, AJ Brown, and Chris Carson were the first three rounds. It's just really unbelievable how many players did not go in the first three rounds that are basically everybody that you want at this point. Like that's just not great. And I feel like like just real quick, looking forward to next year. I don't feel like other than Jonathan Taylor being the one one, I feel like you can have a wide open wide receiver order. You can have a wide open running back order. It's going to be even harder than ever. And George Kittle suddenly is making a case to be the number one tight end who's still young, depending on what his quarterback looks like. He's just never stayed healthy. It's uh, I mean, TJ Hawkinson's the third tight end in points so far this year it's and he's really that, blah that, for long stretches yeah that that tight end spot is just so meh it's, it's so trash it's crazy if you don't have kelsey it's, it's trash yeah and he's just barely ahead of andrews who's ahead of hawkinson and uh you know gronk is right there on a points per game basis but he's 30 plus at this point and can't stay healthy either so i'm i'm really looking forward to next year but before we get there it's time to help everybody out with some week 14 waivers as we finally get into the money season uh here it's a friendly reminder the number one thing that i would say is it's time to get rid of wide receiver fives or fours on your team if you're not going to use them and lock in your handcuffs right yeah, I think that's the strategy. Um, I mean, they're always the number one waiver wire pickup of the week if there's an injury. So why let that be you and your team? Why not just go pick them up and drop somebody that, you know, is never going to see the field anyway for you? So go drop off, go drop your backup, backup receivers and your fringe running backs. Um, like I dropped, uh, what Matt Breida earlier. Yeah. So, you know, drop those fringe guys and go get some 
some handcuffs, even though they're not very sexy. Yeah. And especially, you know, cause you'll find yourself even like I did this week in, in our league of record, uh, Sony Michelle sitting on my bench and all of a sudden, Hey, Henderson's not going to play or, uh, he is going to play, but he's not going to do anything. Boom. 20 points. So you just, you just never know who it is. And I would rather have a backup running back on a really great team with the hopes that they get the full load than I would a Matt Breida, who is a fringe starting running back for the Bills at this point. Not saying Breida shouldn't be rostered, but I would rather have a backup for an explosive offense like the Rams um, sitting there. Yeah, I read the rumors that Zach Moss was going to be active, and I was like, mm, not dealing with three active running backs. Drop, 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 drop. So yep. I I picked up uh, the Alexander Madison backup, trying to tap into that offense. So right, and I went out and grabbed Adrian Peterson, who scored his, uh, and he was out there in a walker actually this week, uh, and got in the end zone for the same. Just shuffling, or sorry for the Seahawks. Yeah, just uh, just I'm gonna get there. Um, also, so we'll, we'll get, we'll get into all these names, but like Samanje P Ryan, honestly, for me is like a must add for everybody that's listening to this, which is just crazy. He's own, only owned in 6.6% of leagues, but Mixon had that had a neck injury or a shoulder injury. Um, he said after the game, it was a neck. Um, he lost the fumble, but P. Ryan's only owned in 6.6% of leagues. He's scoring something every single week. And like, you're kind of just waiting for Mixon to get hurt because he's always gotten hurt. Mm -hmm. No, that's kind of my Dalvin cook line, but he is like the number one handcuff that I'd want to have at this point. I respect it. Um, just cause I, I also own a lot of Mixon stock. So that kind of gives you an, where I'm at, but I mean, Mixon's uh, running back three on the year and it Najee Harris is five. So you're looking at Kalen Balazs and you're looking at Samaje P. Ryan as being two of the better handcuff backs at this point. Absolutely. One person that I think should be added that's not a handcuff is Dontrell Hilliard. We talked about yeah. him after last week. Uh, we have our YouTube video up about him right now. Feel free to go to our YouTube, like, comment, subscribe while you're there. Um, Ooh, plug. Boom, zoom. But uh, yeah, I mean, we saw what that New England defense did to the Bills uh, tonight, which was stifle them, uh, to say the least. Uh, but mm -hmm. Dontrell Hilliard put up 12 for 131 on the ground against the New England defense at New England. So the guy has some shimmy to him. Uh, he's coming off a bye. He's only rostered in about 30% of ESPN leagues. Should be rostered in, I think, at least half of ESPN leagues. So, um, Yeah, I would expect that to increase substantially. People were just dropping him because they could on the bye. Um, yeah. But yeah, he, sh he should definitely be rostered. Uh, other than that, I mean, you're probably checking especially, to see... Especially with Jacksonville this week. Yum, yum. Yeah. Um, you're probably checking to see if Chubba Hubbard is out there after CMC is done. Um, I mean, it's just that and handcuffs. I put <laughs> like Hubbard was on a buy, and so 
he's rostered in about half of ESPN leagues. So there's him, and then there's Amir Abdullah. Amir Abdullah is only rostered in one and a half percent of ESPN leagues. Is it so, is it bad that every time I hear Amir Abdullah, I think of uh, Abdullah Amangada from uh, Water Waterboy? It's <laughs> <laughs> a great reference. Thank um, you. So I got. I'm just so like unenthusiastic about these freaking waivers, though. Like we've already talked. This is this same waiver show from last week. How do we? How do I spice this up, Alex? How do we? Who's your? Do you have a spicy ad? Is it Gardner Minshew with the Eagles? Is it Minshew Mania time? I mean, I'm happy to sing a Spice Girls song if that would. Uh, are are you running happy? out for Taysom Hill, who can't throw a football but he can run? Uh, depending on what your league settings are, sure. I mean, he uh, apparently injured that right middle finger. Well. Not apparently he obviously injured it. If you were watching on Thursday night where he basically couldn't throw the ball, but yeah, all of a sudden, Hey, second half where we didn't put our, uh, seven running plays that we run with Taysom Hill with the fullback, uh, coming in from the wide receiver spot and then running around for like a lead run to the left for Taysom Hill. Shocker that that got called starting the second half. I I've always liked Taysom Hill. He outscored a whole bunch of quarterbacks this week. He was a quarterback one. So yeah, I'm I'm cool with with Taysom Hill. It just kind of depends on what that injury looks like. Him not being able to throw is tough. Um he was what quarterback six on the week just behind Zach Wilson. Oh my God, what are we doing? So yeah, I, I like uh I like Hill just because of that rushing yardage that he's going to have. He's basically a fullback. And a lot of his turnovers at the end, I mean, he had four picks, right? But um, he, they were all garbage time picks. He was, he probably couldn't feel anything in his hands. So yeah, he's fine. We'll see what happens. Um, Jared Goff, I guess is available, but like if, if you're still hurting a quarterback at this point, chances are you're not listening to a fantasy football podcast in any form or fashion. Just do a, do a quick search and see if you can't find a a, it, a quarterback to play. If you have Josh Allen who put up 10 fantasy points against the New England Patriots and then plays him again in week 16, are you trying to fish for somebody to play for Josh Allen in week 16? Or do you have to roll your studs? <laughs> Am I sitting well, Josh Allen? Well, let me let me throw a, a couple interesting just just in our league. Um would you rather start Zach Wilson's facing Jacksonville at home? No, I'm not starting Jack Zach Wilson. Fuck no. Okay, okay. Just uh, Jared Goff is facing Atlanta. No, in Atlanta. No, in a dome. No, Roethlisberger, Kansas City. No, uh, Minshew won't be playing by then. Jimmy Garoppolo at Tennessee. No. Matt Ryan home against Detroit. Yes, maybe not. Yes, yeah, Brid- but like that, that's one. That's the only one that I don't hate. Yeah. Br- uh, Bridgewater against the no. Raiders. Dalton against Seattle. No. Trevor Lawrence against the Jets. Maybe that would be ball. That would be some big old balls to do that in a in a do or die semifinal game. 
to roll out Trevor Lawrence. That would huh. be that would be awful. <laughs> Titans, Texans, Jets over the next three weeks for T Law. Yeah. That's uh that's not bad. Maybe he'll do something. But he's been yeah. terrible for the last couple of weeks. Yeah, so so quarterback, um, Taysom Hill is probably your best option if he wasn't already picked up. Uh, if he is, best of luck to you. Derek Carr has been balling out at least a little bit, but um, yeah, the, that's pretty. We pretty much called everybody out. Uh, Gardner Minshew, we're not expecting to play um, after this week, right? I mean, I, we're we're thinking that Jalen Hurts is is coming back. Um, they have a bye week this week anyway, so. Um, but Washington Giants, Washington would be great if Hertz can't come back. But I think we're both anticipating that that um, that he will. Yep. What about running backs? Do you have any running backs that you like other than handcuffs? What about Rashad Penny? Forty percent of snaps, ten carries, thirty-five yards, almost a thirty-yard catch. Do we care? I. It would be so freaking hard to play anybody on that roster right now even when alex collins is especially when alex collins is healthy so uh, even even if he was like freaking really though we're gonna say rashad penny who basically every time he gets a chance to be the guy he gets hurt in the first quarter like there's no way i could ever recommend to anybody to ever go pick him up ever and and start him in a playoff game you just can't do it 14 teamers only okay that's fair and i would also say like if somebody did drop alex collins i would go add him like if somebody if somebody was like oh you'd feel dirty doing it wouldn't you i feel dirty i mean not necessarily he's got Houston this week, week 14, the Rams week 15, which is probably a stay away. Yep. But week 16, Chicago and Detroit at home. He plays both of them in week 16? 16 and 17. Okay. Jerk. So. <laughs> just trying to piss These me off at this point. suck. Do you remember? We, uh. <laughs> Although I will say though, so flashback uh, a year ago, we were having like the worst waiver show ever, and I called it a poop, like the poop fecta um, of yeah, waivers. Yeah, and then you're like Cam Akers had six carries for twelve yards or something like that, and then he and ended then he up was, being great the rest of the he season. He was so literally like the postseason MVP because he was a rookie yeah. that finally took over. So you you know you, you never know who's gonna pop out here. So yeah, Hilliard, um, Donta Foreman um, are are both people. Again, listen to last week if if you want some. Uh, I feel like some he, information on them. Samaje Piran, we've already mentioned Kenneth Gainwell, who uh, no. is your guy, and we've talked about him repeatedly. No, um, it was the Miles Sanders don't want game it. that we've been waiting, and then Gainwell broke off an eighteen yard touchdown. So. I I wouldn't want him, uh, especially because Hertz is back, and then the Eagles have no running back value. Um, and Jordan Howard might be coming back. Peterson, you have to be super desperate to play him. And that's that's honestly it. That's it for running backs. Yeah. So the strategy here for quarterbacks is hopefully you already have a good one. If you don't, because whatever, 
I don't know. If you don't have one, then I would probably try to pick up Maddie Ice out of the ones that we talked about. But the, the strategy at running back is get your handcuffs and try to get like Dontrell Hilliard is really the only guy that really intrigues me. And then I think that actually like the only value or people that I would potentially pick up are at receiver. But even yeah. then, like it's going I, to be I think hard you'd to pick have up. A, I, you'd rather have a handcuff running back at this point than you would a speculative ad wide receiver that, that you're not going to play. Do you, would you pick up a handcuff running back or Van Jefferson? I don't think I could play Van Jefferson. He's clearly the wide receiver three there. OBJ seems to be a wide, uh, a red zone threat. Yeah, that fade of the end zone, which Stafford's very good at throwing since ben the Jefferson played days. 98% of snaps, had eight targets this week, 17 targets in his last two weeks, six catches, 40 yards, and a score against Jacksonville. Yeah, I mean, it'd be really hard to start him. <laughs> right uh with with cooper cup there just the I vacuum mean, Robert that Woods is was there. Cup. yeah well i mean i would say that obj has been more robert woodsy than van jefferson has been yes yes he has um what about Devonte parker lengthy miss comes yeah, back yeah good question Five two targets. Has been, two has been unbelievable. I, I don't know if you've seen some of the write-ups on him, but he's he's been like quarterback six or something the last five weeks. Mm-hmm. And Waddle, it might be a top ten wide receiver perennial, perennially going forward. He's been unbelievable, and they're just throwing all these short passes and playing ball control with the passing game. Um, but, yeah, so, but. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. What about next year when Wolf Fuller's healthy? It's a good question. Waddle again, nine catches, 90 yards. It's every freaking week. Uh, The the Dolphins are on a bye this week, though, I believe. So even if you want to add Parker, you're not playing him the first week of the playoffs after not seeing him for months. Uh, yeah, I mean, he came back, had five targets, caught them all for 62 yards. And then uh, he went away. Yeah. All right, fine. Fine. Forget I brought up Devontae Parker. Russell Gage, 12 targets, 11 catches, 130 yards. You gotta respect it. Now we're talking. Are you picking up and plugging Russ? I'm not in any leagues where I'm sucking at wide receiver right now. Although, I mean, maybe I should be playing him over Amari Cooper at this point. When He's only both. rostered in 25% of leagues. It's true. Back-to-back 15-plus points and half PPR. And... He's got that Detroit matchup week 16. I don't really like any of the other matchups. Carolina, San Francisco, Detroit, Buffalo to end it. That week 17 matchup against Buffalo is a no bueno, especially in Buffalo. Um, Keep in mind, the Sackos enjoy domes, uh, especially when it comes to uh, the... You're an idiot. The playoffs. What? 
Did you did you watch the game tonight? They couldn't kick a field goal over like 30 yards. That's oh, why. Okay. That's why it's very important to get for domes. No, to play Just, in the dome. Yes. Yes, it is. Uh, let's see. Russell Gage. Man, look at this. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. Amonra St. Brown was the seventh highest scoring receiver this week and is rostered in 6% of leagues. You're going you're gonna to put your trust in Jared Goff in the fantasy playoffs throwing to Amonra St. Brown? No, Russell Gage was the 11th highest scoring, highest scoring receiver this week. Rostered in a quarter of ESPN leagues. Yeah, I feel like almost at this point with uh, week 14, we've talked about all these guys repeatedly for 14 weeks, right? Like even doing yeah. a week one waiver show. That not to say it's repetitive because we don't we don't want it to be repetitive. Clearly, we wish there were some better people to talk about. But these all these guys are just like riding the roller coaster and even Russell Gage. When. He was the guy. He put up a zero week. That's yeah. just not okay. That's just not. How do you regain trust for him when that happens? You just, you just can't. That's not great. No, it's not. I, I dropped Jacoby Myers in, in our league uh, before this week to clear space to pick up Adrian Peterson. Questionable move, probably. Uh, but after a donut tonight, they're on a bye, and he only has one career touchdown, and it happened with a backup quarterback. Um, he was he would be somebody that I would potentially look at dropping. Um, he's got at Indy after the bye week, and then Buffalo again week sixteen, Jacksonville week seventeen, solid. Uh, but it's just he's a guy that I think is is probably droppable at this point. Yep. Are there as, uh, as, a, as I'm jumping all over the place? Are there any tight ends that you love? Yes. Oh, stop it, Alex. Who do you love? Who do you love? I love somebody who plays for Minnesota. Conklin? Yeah. So this is courtesy of All In Kid on Twitter. Uh, Jake said, over the last Yeah, correct. I love him. So he's excellent. Yeah. So, so Tyler Conklin after this week has led the NFL in red zone targets with nine the last four weeks. Led the league. That includes wide receivers. And he's tied in for second in end zone targets uh, with uh, five with Stefan Diggs, Tyler Lockett, DK, uh, Hunter Henry, Justin Jefferson, and Andrews. Um, and now Adam Thielen's hurt after having a high ankle sprain and he's not expected to play this week and they're facing Pittsburgh who gives it up a little bit to the tight end. So yeah, I'm, I'm saying Tyler Conklin is, is a pretty solid ad. I, I don't disagree. Nine targets, second most on the Vikings caught seven for 56 yards. Definitely the red zone threat, like you mentioned, especially without feeling. I think the biggest boost is obviously 
Justin Jefferson, who had a freaking monster, monster week. Um, yeah, he's a beast. The only thing about Conklin is like, yeah, cool. There's the targets there, but he's had two double digit scoring weeks and a whole lot of weeks with less than five points. So that is true, but I, that's with that's with Thielen and Jefferson going crazy. I mean, they were both top ten wide receivers, and if you take a top ten wide receiver, unless it's going all going to go to KJ Osborne, which I guess is theoretically possible. Conklin being the red zone guy that could pop off for for a touchdown or two is exactly what you're looking for if you're hurting at the tight end spot. Sure. They do play Pittsburgh at Chicago, the Rams, and then at Green Bay. Don't hate it. I just, man, I don't know. I just feel like a lot of people might hopefully have their tight end situation rectified by now, but we'll see. I mean, you would hope so, right? But if you were listening to us and uh, we're, we're hurting last week where I throw out Logan Thomas and he looked unbelievable this week, um, had the five targets, three catches for 48 and a touchdown. And then they thought he tore his ACL. Uh, MRI came back that it's not torn. So they're trying to figure out what's going on. Um, but they said it was better than they hoped. Like if if you're... If you're hurting, um, Conklin is is about as good as you're going to do. Um, everybody else is is pretty much owned over 50 percent. And, you know, people are still waiting for the Jared Cook thing to happen. And it's just it's just not like going to keep on waiting. Yeah. So, yeah, Conklin's the guy. Did uh, did Cole Komet's seven targets tickle your fancy? He was bad. Uh, again, Second I'd like to apologize Second most targets everybody. on the Bears. Yeah, very underwhelming. I know. Really hard to start somebody in that offense. Especially when the Green Bay Packers, who I would prescribe to be the defense pick up the week, are going to be facing the Bears in prime time on Sunday again I'd like to apologize to the nation for having to watch another Bears game in prime time it's more painful for us than it is for you I promise I I don't think I could do it the Packers defense is solid and Aaron Rodgers owns the Bears I will uh I'll be at the game so you're going up to the to Green Bay. I am going up to watch Aaron Rodgers play the Bears in Lambeau for the last time. As in like Aaron Rodgers is retiring? Do you have breaking news? I I don't think he's retiring. I don't think he's coming back to Green Bay though. Hey, the Bears could still make the playoffs and they could face them in Lambeau again in the playoffs. Yeah, okay. Let's just work out like the, you know, I don't even know the probability on that one's probably like zero, less than zero, if that's even possible. They're not they're not eliminated yet, but yeah, it's it's uh it's pretty close to it. No, that'll be cool. I've never been up to Lambo. Are you wearing bear stuff? Hopefully they ah, hopefully they're uh they're nice to you. I would love your advice on that. Do you think that it's safe to wear bear stuff? Because I'm thinking about just wearing nondescript clothing. Um I'll check on that for you. Uh, 
I, I know a couple of my friends who are Packer fans listen to this and I will not disparage them. I, I'm pretty sure that they're all pretty cool with visiting teams coming up because it's just such an experience. Um, I went to, a, have you ever been, have you ever been to Lambeau before? I've never been to Lambeau, but I've been to a night game at Soldier Field. It was not a pleasant experience for the visiting fans. So I just, I'm not sure what yeah. to expect. Although I feel like yeah, Wisconsinites might be a little more courteous than Chicagoans. Well, considering the Bears are going to be getting their ass kicked, I'm pretty sure that they'll like just give you some razz and maybe buy you a beer and say, sorry for being a, like, you're probably going to hear a lot of the Bears still suck and Aaron Rodgers owns you and the Bears still suck. And yeah. So I, I, me personally, I would rock a jersey uh, up there just because I, I enjoy smack talk um, okay. and invite people to, to give it their best shot. You're pretty quick witted where you could you could fire back. And plus, like you're going to be laughing with them like <laughs> so. We're so freaking terrible. Yeah, it's one of those things where if you were like getting butthurt about it and like being mean spirited back to them, like. Yeah, that probably wouldn't be fun. But the fact that you're going to be like, yeah, that was pretty funny and and laugh with them. I'm I'm pretty sure you'll be OK. <laughs> also, I went to I, I, don't, I don't know if I've ever talked about this on the pod or not, but 2011, I went to I think it was 11. I went to the Bears Vikings game outside in um, I think at the time it was TCF Bank Stadium up in Minnesota after the dome collapsed. Yes. Um, so it was Favre's last game. Hester broke the return record. The Bears clinched the division. Um, I remember you and, telling me about this. And I got pelted by snowballs the entire game. <laughs> so there was, there was absolutely no security. And, <laughs> Just pelted by snowballs the entire game? Yeah. Like people were like <laughs> launching them at me. Uh, let me look at the weather in Lambo. Yeah, so that that would be my only concern is that if somebody's like packing ice balls to chuck at your head, but I'm pretty sure that won't be happening. Uh, Sunday is a high of 38. So yeah, you'll be fine. Yeah, I would just just dress warm, but I would try to rock a Bears jersey over the top. Low of 27, man. Or if you want to, if you want to stop by my house, I can give you my Brett Favre jersey on your way up to, up there. <laughs> I'm so good. I don't put on trader colors. No, wear, wear a Bears, uh, a Bears stocking cap and a Favre jersey and be like, he's better than Rogers. <laughs> Just absolutely that's, troll him. Yeah, that's, that's how you would get in a fight up there, probably. Oh, man. But well, yeah, back, back to, Back to the Packers. They they are a solid defense ad. Um, Chicago this week at Baltimore, Cleveland, home against Minnesota the last week. I think you can start them at least two of those games uh, because Dalton's going to give it up. And Lamar has been throwing picks like crazy. He's been terrible lately. So they're they're a fine ad. I would also... Uh, if, if they're available, and this is kind of weird, but go pick up the Chiefs defense, uh, too, if, if you're hurting. Uh, they've not given up over 10 points and a half like the last five weeks or something like that. 
Um, they've been in double digit fantasy points uh, every single week. Um, depending on your league settings uh, in, in the league where I have yardage, they're, they're doing great. Um, they have the Raiders coming up. They figured out the Raiders um, a couple weeks ago. Um, and then the Chargers, who I probably wouldn't start them there. Home against Pittsburgh at Cincinnati. If you're in a tough spot, I like them. Their defense has been electric and their offense controls the ball so much that they're just not on the field. Um, they haven't given up more than 17 points in a game since week eight. Mm, and the Chargers have the Giants in week 14. I said the Chiefs, but yeah, the Chargers are a good add too with the Giants, especially because Jake Fromm is starting. So short term, I like that play as well. Would you play the Chiefs at home against Vegas? Um, no, Would you not play them? over the... Not over the Chargers. Would you play them at the Chargers? I think you could get away with it. That's a rough matchup. I again, I would much prefer the week sixteen and seventeen. That's delicious, though, for the Chiefs. the The Pittsburgh matchup, yeah, and potentially Cincinnati. at Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah. Starting them against Cincinnati would be a tough ask, I think, just because their offense is just so up and down and you don't know what <laughs> what Bengals offense you're getting on a given week. Um, but yeah, also, we have we really talked about Ramondre Stevenson much? Because I, I feel like we should mention him at least a little bit more. Um, owned in 45% of leagues. We saw Damian Harris go off the field with uh, a hamstring injury. I dropped him in a league this week outright because I had to activate somebody from IR. Doofus. Um, well, yeah. Yeah, it was. It, it was not good, but I'm hopefully I can get him back. Maybe. We'll see. But yeah, um, Stevenson carried 24 times, 78 yards. Dude's a beast. Um, and week 17... Depending on how bad that hamstring injury is for Damian Harris, he's got Jacksonville. The at Indy home against Buffalo, kind of hard to start him probably in those two matchups. Um, but uh, yeah, if, if Ramondre uh, from you a couple weeks ago is available, he he should be added, but they're on a bye this week. So, eh, eh. 24 carries, 78 yards, no catches either of the last two weeks. 7.8 points at Indy, Buffalo, Jacksonville. Yeah. It's, it's tough. Tough that, to start a Patriots running back the, uh, with the at Indy. Home against uh, Buffalo. Home against Buffalo. That's tough. 3.3 yards against Buffalo. Their quarterback threw three passes tonight. Yeah. Quite the spectacle. That was probably one of the worst football games I've had to sit through and watch. Oh, come on, man. You sit through a Bears game every week. That yeah, was no, better but at than least, most of those. At least people put points up on the Bears. Like, it's exciting. This was just... Man. This is exciting. Damian Harris broke off that 65-yard touchdown run to take my soul. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, stupid. Well, you know what, Alex? It does get better because it's Christmas time. 
and it's happy holidays. That means that it's time for you to purchase a lawnmower 4.0 from Manscaped. Vroom vroom for all of your friends and family this holiday season. Thank you, Manscaped, for the sponsorship. Uh, go ahead and use code SACOS, S-A-C-K-O-S, to get 20% off and free shipping worldwide. Um, I was really waiting for you to whisper worldwide like you always do there. Worldwide. There worldwide. it is. Worldwide. Sorry. Worldwide. <clears throat> but. Worldwide. I, uh, I put their boxers on yesterday. I was wearing them. On your head? No, I just threw them on like after showering. And my okay. wife uh, touched me and she goes, what are those? Why are they so soft? And I was like, oh, that's Manscaped boxers. You, you must not have, you must not have uh, been there before. So she loved I them. Sh- I, I need to show up to your house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Does me and boxers make you want to come over, Alex? <laughs> can we talk about what part of that made you say i want to i need to show up to your house like specifically what was the part of that that was like you know what i need to be there (laughs) uh no comment We're 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 on to week fourteen or whatever. Uh, I am sorry that I'm not very energetic. It's been a day, <laughs> and these waivers are such freaking trash, man. Man, well, are these waivers I'm, trash. I'm, I've honestly been waiting for one of the Manscaped ads to to crack me, and I'm I'm glad that happened finally. Code um, Sacco's twenty percent off. Seriously, though, it's freaking great product. They've been an awesome sponsor to work with. So, um, yeah, definitely man, manscaped.com. They they pretty much got everything you need from men's grooming, hygiene, make yourself smell better, and maybe your wife will touch you. So use the promo code Sacco's S A C K O S twenty percent off shipping is free worldwide. I need to go over to your house. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Well, do you have any hot spicy kicker ads, Alex? <laughs> um I I hadn't really thought about it. Thank God. Uh, after although I, I will say though that after watching the game tonight where you have what arguably the two best fantasy kickers. Uh, I think they're one and two in points per game with Folk uh and Tyler Bass that you got to be worried about that northeast weather or really any midwest to northeast weather um so again we like the dome kickers so if if they're available like just have your eye out for them i know do you really want to ride with michael badgley probably not but like week 15 home against the uh the patriots honestly that's like a perfect matchup for a kicker because indy's gonna move the ball patriots defense is gonna make a stand and badgley's gonna kick a field goal like 
that being a prime example of what you want. So Badgley, New England at Arizona, home against the Raiders, those three weeks, that's that's perfect because you know that they're going to move the ball. Going against the the Patriots in Arizona, two of the top five defenses in the NFL, with an offense that can move it, then yeah, absolutely. That's somebody that I would be interested in. They have a bye this week, but nobody's going to pick him up in your league, like literally nobody. And you can go pick him up on Sunday. You drop a wide receiver that you're not going to play the next three, four weeks anyway, and go pick up Badgley because he's going to put up points. Uh, He has basically seven or more points in every game since week six, which is a pretty good high floor for that offense because they're going to score touchdowns. They're going to kick field goals. So um, he would be a guy that, as weird as it sounds, he could win you a league based on points with those three matchups there. I like it. So how do you like that for kicker analysis? Boom. Hashtag analysis. Uh, I loved every part of it. Thank you so much for that. Do you have any other waivers that you'd like to talk about? Uh, The only other guy uh, would be Marquez Valdez Scantling, uh, who we mentioned last week. Um, He's clearly the number two guy uh, for the Packers. Again, good, great matchup against the Bears. They don't have hardly any safeties or, or any cornerbacks healthy at this point. And before this week, they were on a bye. He had nine and 10 targets the previous two weeks. Rogers is going to take his deep shot. It's probably going to be there against the Bears. Uh, he's only owned in nine percent of leagues. He would be a guy that I would that I would at least look at potentially adding, depending on on how you're sitting. And and maybe uh, I would prefer him over most guys we've talked about so far. There you go. He's okay. MBS, I think he's probably going to get at least one or two long ones in against Chicago. You're not spending any fab on him, though, are you? No, I don't think you have to. No. If he's available, he's fine under the radar. He put up zero points. We haven't uh, really talked fab this past week. How much fab would you spend on Ramondre? (sighs) With the injury to Damian. I mean, he's on a bye and he's got a terrible matchup. Um, Honestly, I don't think I'd spend anything. If if you have something left, I would tr- I would just try to save it in case there's the injury. Yeah. Okay. That that I mean I don't think I'd spend any fab on anybody we've talked about this week because if they're available, then you can probably get them for free or an under five percent bid. Maybe Hilliard would be worth spending on. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's pretty tough, tough sledding. But again, depends on where everybody is at in your league and and kind of how much money you have left too. I, I would say a lot of these guys should be added. I wouldn't spend any money on them to do it. There you go. All right, I don't have anything else to add, Alex. What about for you, sir? I don't think so. I'm just uh. I'm excited for the make or break week here because 
Can I Let literally him. go from worst to first? You were exhausting. <laughs> if you came over sometime, you'd really see why. Hey, oh my God, guys, I'm so sorry. I don't know if I can do this anymore. <laughs> I can't wait to you podcast outside again like last year. <laughs> uh, I, it's possible that there will be another remote uh, a remote broadcast from me uh, coming up in two weeks. Uh, I will be remote in an undisclosed location. <laughs> so get excited for that. Going to go. What is it? My basement? Gonna, <laughs> nope. I'm I'm going to expense my ticket. Uh, so thank you, Jason, for paying for that, so I can do some more. Uh, some more investigative journalism. Investigative journalism. Can't wait. Yeah, it's going to be great. Really looking forward to it. Week one of the fantasy playoffs, you're going all out. Is that week one? No, it's week two. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it won't be next week. It's the following we're recording on the 20th. Yeah. All right. Well, and I think even the following week, I'm remote too. The 20th and 27th, I will be, uh, that's championship be, week. Yeah, sure is. Wow. Okay. So get excited. Lots of lots of journalism and uh, hot takes from yours truly. Guys, if you have start sick questions, I feel like that's mostly what this is at this point of the year because you have your waivers figured out. But if you have start sick questions, feel free to throw them at us anytime. Yeah, we've, we've been, been really solid answering those. Um, I don't know if you saw the one where the guy was asking about Boston Scott or uh, Freeman on Sunday, but yeah, dr- definitely drilled that, and you've been hot to respond to those. So uh, definitely happy to answer any questions you guys have. We consider it an honor. And a pleasure. Thank you guys so much. Have a good night. Wow. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Fantasy Football Sackos podcast. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the FF Sackos.